Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You're in a good place now. You are listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. You know, tonight we're talking about why it is that we compare our marriage or our relationship to other couples. Why is it? Why do we compare our marriage or our relationship to other couples? You know, and later on in the hour, I'm going to talk about how we can stop doing that and how to get our life back. You know, I think it's interesting whether it's couples who are our friends or happen to be famous. We still compare. You know, we do it with our friends all the time. We go out, especially on double dating. You compare your relationship with theirs. What about when you're watching Entertainment Tonight or something like that and you see Beyonce and Jay-Z and you say, oh my gosh, they have the best marriage. You know, your wife's over there like, honey, they got the best marriage. Why don't we have their marriage? Husband's over there like, honey, just be quiet now. Nothing to do with that. But seriously, why do we compare? Because I think when we realize why we actually compare our relationship to our friends' relationships or to relationships we see on TV, we can understand a little bit more about our relationship and be able to work out the differences and stop comparing. You know, I think the first reason that we do a lot of comparing lately, I think the first reason, I mean, when I say lately, I stress that in loose terms, the last mm, 10 years, right? So in the last 10 years, why do we compare ourselves a lot more than we used to? And I think that has to deal with social media. I think that social media is the big mastermind of increasing the image game instead of really putting out their reality, so social media is a great thing because you know what? It really pushes images. You know, one of the biggest things that is retweeted, one of the biggest Facebook posts that you'll get the most likes are what? Pictures, right? Pictures get the most likes, really. Everybody likes a good picture. And think about it. When we're looking at social media, and this happens to the best of us, I've done it myself, okay? I've done it myself. Where you have issues in the relationship, and they might not be very big. It could be something as small as, you know, it's our 12th wedding anniversary and, you know, X, Y, Z. I wish there was, there was this. I wish this was happening, yada, yada. Or something seems to be missing or you don't have a lot of time together. And you start looking out on social media and seeing your friends and acquaintances. And a lot of times we see pictures of what? We see pictures of diamonds. Diamonds, a girl's best friend, right? You start seeing pictures of diamonds. Oh, look at the diamonds. Just the other day I was on social media 
and I wasn't comparing my relationship, but I was looking at people's updates and I saw like three or four women posting new rings or wedding bands that they had just received from their husbands. And if you look at it, a lot of times people make comments like, ooh, beautiful, or ooh, that's so nice. And then some people make comments like, wish I could afford that, or wish I had something like that from my husband. And you started to see the comparison factor. And so I think that this really rolls both ways, because if you're showing off your diamonds on Facebook, does that say something about you? Is there another part of your relationship that you feel insecure about? But better yet, for everybody that's looking at those diamonds, how do those diamonds make you feel? Looking at a diamond engagement band that's been added to the diamond wedding band that's now been another diamond wedding band, and so there's diamonds wrapped around the entire band, pave style. How do you feel when you see that? And how many of you compare yourself to them? For all the men listening tonight, I know that you're not that big on diamonds, I don't think. For most men, diamonds are not a man's best friend because it costs a lot of money to buy diamonds and you don't normally wear diamond jewelry. But you know what it's like for the woman that you're with to want more. And I think that social media has construed this concept where we have a lot of people out there that just want more. Joanna's got a new diamond band. I want a new diamond band. And you know how it feels because there you are now you're having to set up and try to accept this and try to jump to the next level of the Joneses. What are we to do next? Where do we go from here? You know, the second batch of pictures that we see a lot are vacation photos. When was the last time that you opened up your Facebook and you saw your friends taking a really awesome Caribbean trip? And it wasn't just a few pictures of the ocean or the beach. It was them holding each other in their arms. Them having some sort of crazy sexy kiss. Them with, you know, pina coladas under an umbrella on this picturesque beach. And there's thoughts that go through your mind. One, I need a vacation really bad. Okay, I really need a vacation. Sign me up for the next trip out of here. The second thing is, man, I really wish I could take a trip with my spouse. That would be great. That's amazing. And the third thing is, gosh, could I ever top that? And lingering in the back of your mind, you're like, huh, I wonder if they have better sex, too, in their relationship. Think about it. These pictures that we see conjure thoughts in our mind. And these thoughts in our mind begin to pick away at the image that we have of our spouse. You know, I was thinking about that the other day because I was looking at some pictures and it's like it all goes back to the diamonds and the vacations and the intimacy and the love. And then you start wondering, do they have a better sex life than you do? And then you start comparing them. And then you start comparing and contrasting your relationship and their relationship based on social media. Based on what we see on social media. I mean, I've seen Instagram, too, where you open up Instagram. And for some of y'all out there that have never been an Instagram person, I'm not going to say one way or another, but I'm going to say, you know, you might be saving yourselves. But for everybody else that's on there, we do this for several reasons, whether it's work or business or what have you. 
or it's just showing pictures of your dog. But for some people out there, it's like they have a lifetime of wanting to show everybody else how much better their marriage is compared to yours. And that's what it feels like. Because all the pictures are about like a private jet, an amazing house, a palatial estate, diamonds, chocolate, champagne dinner, candlelight, dancing. And she has got to be wearing a five to $6,000 gown. And sometimes you look at that and you kind of go, my God, I wish my relationship was like that. We'd have no problems. I'd just be worried about what I was going to wear that day. And I think when we begin to compare ourselves, especially when we compare our love relationship, whether it's a marriage or with our girlfriend or boyfriend, we have a tendency of losing out. Because we're not really involved in the relationship anymore. We're actually involved in the comparison. We're comparing things that might not even need to be compared. But however, we seem to be coming from a deficit because we see them having more than what we have. You know, I think that's interesting because I think social media these days have really created this type of thing because it's a slippery slope effect. It's about images, right? It's about the images that we see And how that makes us feel and how we determine how their relationship must be. It must be really awesome. They must be getting everything that they want. And I think that's interesting because I've done it myself. I'm raising my own hand in the studio right now because I'm thinking, oh my gosh. I've done that before where you see people's relationships and you go, wow, they've got to have the, uh, the absolute perfect marriage. They could write a book about it. I might have to buy that book and read that book because I bet they know more than I do. And when we go into a situation like that, we're devaluing our own relationship. We're devaluing ourselves, but we're also losing value on our existing relationship. And you know, when you think about social media, it makes you begin to think about the obvious, right? And this is what concerns you, is the outside appearances. Outside appearances are such a big deal when it comes to social media. Our outside appearances, because we're not only being able to see people up in person, right there, right then, in reality, but if we forgot, we're able to see them on Facebook. We're able to see a whole picture montage of how great their life is. A whole picture montage of how great their marriage is and how much better their marriage is to ours. But is it really saying that? Or are we creating that dialogue in our own mind? So when we return, we're going to be talking about outside appearances. But more than just outside appearances, we're going to be talking about what we actually want to see. Because it's not exactly about seeing something that creates the problem. It's within our mind what we want to see and what we feel is missing in our current relationship. Stay tuned when we return. We'll be talking more about relationships and marriages and how we can stop comparing our marriage today. Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess. will be back in. Be back this time in two shakes. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I'm learning to fly. Turn it up and jump in the deep end on perspectives. Now, here's Ashley. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. Tonight we're talking about why it is that we compare our marriage or relationship to other couples. Why do we compare us as a couple with our spouse or our girlfriend or boyfriend? Why do we compare that relationship to other relationships that we know? Or better yet, even relationships we don't know. You know, a lot of times we compare ourselves to couples who are our friends and some of them who are famous and we don't even know them. I mean, like I was talking about earlier in the first segment about how I have some friends of mine that their wives feel that Beyonce and Jay-Z have the best marriage bar none. And it's interesting how that goes because the spouses on both sides are like, you don't even know. them, You don't even know their relationship. You don't even understand where they're coming from. You don't even know how really in love they are. You just see them on TV. And I'm going to have to agree with them on that because you really don't know. I mean, even when it comes to your friends, think about it. How many of you do a lot of double dating where you and your husband or wife go out with other couples all the time and you do dinner and you do drinks and you have a lot of fun. But how many times are you comparing yourself to those couples? And I'm not saying you're doing it all the time, but you're definitely doing it. And when you do find yourself in that comparison, What are you comparing to? So let's shine some light real quick before we start really talking about outside appearances. I see a lot of clients on a weekly basis. And one of the biggest issues that women have when they go out with other couples. So when women go out with their husbands or their boyfriends and they go out with other couples, what they compare to with their marriage relationship and the other relationships, they compare outward concept of money monetary, how much money the other guy's um, kind of throwing around. Two, they compare how awesome the other guy is outwardly to the girl he's with. Think about it. They like to be taken care of, you know, respected, that sort of thing. And so they're going to look and see how that other guy or that other or the other girl's husband treats her. And lastly, they're going to make judgment calls about their sex life. It's just a female thing out there. They start wondering, is that couple having better sex than me and my husband? Do they have sex more frequently than me and my husband? Hmm. I don't know. Those are the comparisons that are made on a double date by a woman. There's others, too. We'll talk about that later on. But those are comparisons that you're making to people you actually know and you're seeing. And the funny thing is those comparisons are made just by appearances. Okay? Or our mind filling in the gap to whatever you don't know. So we talked earlier about social media. And how social media 
has increased the mastermind of the image game over reality. And like I was talking about before, the pictures are a big deal. Pictures are the thing on Facebook that people love to look at. You could get no comments on anything, but when it comes to a picture, you got it. People love pictures. That's the way it is. We are a society where if all of our books could be picture books, everybody would be a lot happier, right? <laughs> Except for some of us who like to read. However, seriously, people love pictures. And so we determine a lot of things based on the pictures we see. We determine happiness. We determine wealth. We determine sex. We determine love. We determine integrity. We determine happiness, peaceful, all this great stuff all rolled up into one, and we make all these decisions that might not have any bearing in reality, but the picture, as we say, is worth a thousand words. A thousand words in our own mind it is. We're over there telling ourselves how bad we have it and how everybody else has it so much better than we do. And, you know, I think that's based on the concept of outside appearances and what we want to see. And the reason why this is important tonight, and the reason why I did this show, the reason why I came into the studio tonight to do this show and knew that it had to be done, is I've caught myself in the catch-22 of comparing my relationship and my marriage to other people's relationships. And it's interesting, because the last time I compared my marriage to another person's relationship, I was comparing my marriage to a relationship of a couple that had only been together for six months dating. And I was comparing, like, their footloose and fancy-free attitude and the marriage schedule. You know what I'm saying? The marriage schedule where you're, you're scheduling things. A lot of times we find ourselves scheduling things. All kinds of things. We're scheduling when we're getting together because we have such a workload. We're scheduling when we're going to have sex because, you know, we have a lot going on. You know, like, the, spont the spontaneity of dating someone for a short period of time changes when you've been married for 15, 20 years. And I think anybody can accept that and acknowledge that as true reality. Because remember, on perspectives, it's always more answers, less questions. And rarely, if ever, do we ever allow BS on this show. And I'm not saying that you can't rekindle a flame, and I'm not saying that you can't have fun when you're married, but I'm saying the spontaneity is different. Especially when you have kids and you have other responsibilities, it's just different. You got to pencil in things, you got to schedule things, you got to move things around. And so I was comparing my marriage of XYZ years to a couple that had been together for six months, not engaged, not married, had been together for six months. And we all have a tendency of doing that. We have a tendency of doing that out of the blue and not even thinking about it. And so the outside appearances and what we want to see. And I think that's kind of interesting, what we want to see. And a lot of times what we want to see is based on what we feel is lacking in our current relationship. What do we want to see? So if you think that the romance is lacking in your relationship, when you look at another couple and compare, you're going to be seeing all the romance. You're going to be seeing all the hearts and the and the heart-shaped glasses, and you're going to see all those things that say romance. Are they really more romantic? Or is it just a nerve that it's catching? Whatever it might be, a lot of times it's how we interpret an image or an action. 
And we interpret that because we base it on lack. Because it's interesting, when we don't feel like we lack anything, when we feel like we have everything we need, we really don't compare, do we? It's only until we feel like there's lack or there's less thereof. Because think about it, the last time I compared, it was based on lack. It wasn't because nobody really compares themselves saying, I got everything, my life's perfect, let's go compare ourselves. No. No, life's not perfect, by the way. It can be good, and you can be happy, but it's not perfect. And when we try to make ourselves perfect, that's another reason why we compare. Because we sometimes lose sight of what reality really is. Because a relationship is not perfect. A marriage is not perfect. You're never going to be... You're not going to necessarily be, you know, lustful and going crazy and wanting to, like, you know, pull each other's clothes off in 30 years and no marriage. And I know that we can watch Hollywood and we can check out some of the movies and we can do this and that. But really, let's be honest. We have to compare. We got to stop comparing ourselves. But yet, if we were going to compare ourselves, we need to compare ourselves to something that's comparable. Think about it. I mean, because a lot of times we compare ourselves to something random. Because at that time, we feel lack. So let me give you an example. Recently, I was out with some friends. And it's interesting, when people get a little uh, tipsy, they, they talk a little more. I think all of us do, who get a little tipsy. As Elaine on Seinfeld, they knew the combination to the vault, okay? And so it's about five or six of us couples out one night. And one of the couples, they both have amazing jobs, the wife and the husband. They have this beautiful family. Everything's just perfect. All the vacation pictures, all the diamond pictures, all this, all that. They, they literally focus social media for them. I mean, you would think they have their own reality TV show because everything's so picture perfect. And there we are one night. And they ended up leaving to go home, the couple that's the picture-perfect couple. And another couple did, and two couples were left, and they were like, man, they're just so perfect. They're just so perfect. My life's never going to be like that. I wish that our family could be like that, but it's just never going to be that way. And I asked them, I said, what do you mean? I'd had maybe a couple of drinks. I said, what do you mean? What do you mean? What's not perfect in your life? What's missing? And they said, well, we don't take as many trips. I don't have as good of a job as he does. And it's like I feel sometimes like I'm trying to compete with them, Ashley, and I just don't know. I don't know what to do because I just feel like our marriage kind of lacks. Because they look like they're having fun. They're jet-setting all over the world. they got all these friends. Every time we come over there, they have a huge party. Always so many people there, and everybody loves them, and just lavish gifts. They all, You know, just everything. And I looked at my friend, and I said, you know what? I understand where you're coming from because I've been there before. And I understand, but you don't know what's going on behind closed doors. And you really don't really know what's going on at all. All we see is images. And I couldn't let them know any more information because I knew what was really going on with that couple. I knew, but I couldn't say anything. And so all I could do is reassure my friend that he wasn't really missing out. That his life really wasn't behind the eight ball and that his marriage wasn't going into the, the crapper, but actually in reality, that he had a great marriage, and that comparing himself to this marriage that he thought was perfect was only hurting him. And I couldn't say what the reality is, and when I return, I'm going to tell you exactly what the reality was, 
with that particular couple. Because when you hear this, you're going to wake up and realize how many times have I been comparing myself to a couple that I think is perfect that's far from perfect. So stay tuned. we got more for you. Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess, will be back in. Be back this time in two shakes. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Jake Busey, and you're listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. Tonight we're talking about why is it that we compare our marriage and relationship to other couples. We all have a tendency of doing this at one time or another, and a lot of us do it all the time. We compare ourselves to other couples, we get frustrated, we get angry, and we wonder why our relationship can't be as good as theirs. But what's funny about it is we really don't know what their relationship's about. We really don't know if their relationship's that good or not. Is it really? Is it not? Or are we comparing ourselves to an image that we're looking at and base that image on what we feel that we're missing out on? So let's get back to that story I was talking about, the couple that everybody wanted to be. There I was out that night, and the picture-perfect couple that everybody tries to be like Ends up leaving early, and they said, hey, have a great night and everything. And, you know, the first thought you think about for most of them was like, oh, they're going to go home and have some amazing sex, you know, while my wife's going to have a headache, and so-and-so is going to have acid reflux, and so that's our uh, that's our dream night. And I know that was going through some people's heads. And so one of the couples came to me and said, you know what, Ashley, give me some advice. Every time I hang out with them, I really like hanging out with them. But it kind of upsets me because I feel like I'm constantly competing with them. Like, why is it that they have such a great marriage and we don't? Why is it that they have everything? They're, they go skiing. They go to Saudi Arabia. They go here. They go there. They have the picture-perfect family. They're gorgeous. Uh, I mean, just everything. I mean, God, why can't I just have that life? Why can't my marriage be like that? And I, And because I knew... 
the reality behind the perfect, in quotation marks, the perfect couple. Because I knew the reality of what their situation really is, I had to stay quiet. I couldn't say anything about that couple, but what I could say to my friend is I said, hey, your relationship is awesome. And when you compare your relationship, you're downgrading it. And he goes, but Ashley, you know what? They're going to go home and have the most amazing fireworks sex. And me and my wife are going to go home and we're going to get there for the babysitter and pay the babysitter. And then she'll probably either pass out on me or have acid reflux or have a headache. Or I don't know, Ashley, I'm just getting older and I feel like the best years of my life are passing me by and I wish my marriage was more fun. And I said, well, you can spice up your marriage and you can have fun. But when you're comparing your marriage to other marriages, it keeps you down because you feel like you don't have an option. And it makes you feel like your marriage isn't that good. And a lot of times we compare our marriages to marriages that we should never compare our marriage to. We should never compare our marriage to certain marriages. We shouldn't ever compare our marriage, period. But we do it. And so let me give you a little backstory. So I told him, I was like, you know, just stop comparing. And I said, whatever you think you're lacking in your marriage, have a conversation with your wife about it. Because that's what's on your mind. Because you're seeing that couple as having everything that you want that you don't have. And we can talk more about that, but I'm saying just to you straight up, I know for a fact that what you think that couple is is not what that couple is. He just kind of looked at me strange and ordered another drink, and we all kind of laughed about it. And I came home, and my husband's like, well, what was going on there? And I go... It's a long story, but they look at one of our uh, one of our couple friends, or one of the couples we know, as being perfect. And he's like, who the heck do they think is perfect? And I told him, he goes, oh, huh, never thought that. And, he, and I was like, yeah, and he's like, well, what do you know? I was like, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I'm not going to get in the middle of this. I'm not going to get in the middle of this. But what I do know is that she's a sex addict. And I know that she's constantly cheating on her husband every chance she gets. And I know that he doesn't even know about it. And I know that she has a real problem. And that's why her last marriage didn't work. And I also know, even go a step further, that I even know that she slept around with a lot of his friends. Okay? And I feel bad because I'm not really sure if this facade's going to stay together. Or if eventually, all this is going to come falling down. But that's what I know about the perfect couple. Okay? And there's nothing I could tell my friend, and I'm not about to say that because I'm not about in, I'm not about to start anything like that. And I'm definitely not about to start throwing stones, glass houses, rocks at glass houses, whatever it is. I'm not about to start doing that. But it really goes to show you that the perfect couple in our eyes, is necessarily not the perfect couple. It's just about what our mind tells us because our mind is saying that we're missing out on something and it's trying to recreate whatever we feel like we're missing out on and showing us through images and through our own thoughts and our own thoughts clouding our perception of reality and making us believe that that couple has what we want. And it makes us believe that they have what we want and that they have it. And if we could just get it, we would be that much better. But think about it. Think about that situation I just told you about. A couple friends of mine thought that that couple had the best marriage. It's far from it. It's really, really far from it. 
and they're trying to compete with them? Wow. And the sad thing is not even about the competition. It's about them thinking that they're lesser than that couple. That that's the dream couple. That they, they just wish they could live up to that opportunity. But if they knew the reality behind the veil, they would never want to even be, maybe even, going to dinner with them. So it's interesting how outside appearances and what we want to see can cloud our perception and change the reality. You know, the next thing I want to talk about is how we have a tendency of focusing on what's not working in our relationship versus what is working. I mean, think about it. When you think about your relationship, when was the last time you thought about everything that was amazing in the relationship? We have a tendency of seeing the glass half empty. We have a tendency of only thinking about the things that aren't working. I mean, really. I mean, when I started really thinking about my relationship, and I have a great marriage, but no matter how great you know your marriage is, a lot of us have a tendency of judging our marriage. We have a tendency of judging ours against other people's and wondering, is our marriage really that good? Are we lacking in things? Are there people that blow our marriage out of the water because their marriage is so much better than ours? And I understand because when you've been married for 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years, in the beginning and the middle, you have a tendency of comparing. And I think some people still compare no matter how long they've been married. But it's human nature to compare ourselves to other people, right? And that's where our downfall is. Is because a lot of times when we're comparing ourselves, what are we doing? What are we honestly doing? You know what we are doing is we're focusing what is not working. So we're focusing our energy and our brain on what is not working in our relationship versus what is working. And that's important to remember. Because our relationship's never going to be perfect. And nobody's relationship is going to be perfect. It's just not going to be perfect. Perfection is impossible. Okay? Perfection is impossible, especially with two people coming together. That's just a lot to ask for. And I think that when we get our hopes set so high for perfection, we have a tendency of losing out on reality. We have a tendency of putting our level so high that nobody could ever actually attain it, that guess what happens? We fall down. We have to pick ourselves up and figure it out. And so we're focusing on what's not working. And so let's talk about the things that we can focus on that's not working, that kind of has a tendency of getting us into trouble. One, your spouse doesn't have a, as good enough job as your friend's husband. So think about it. If you're judging your husband based on how much money he makes or how good his job is, when you're out with your friends or you're on social media and you see how your best friend's husband bought her a brand new car, what is that going to register to you? Oh, Sheila's husband's better than mine. And the fact that he makes more money. You know, and then some of us get a little proud, like, well, what has Sheila's husband had to do to get that money? But in reality, we still go back to that new car picture. Making Sheila's husband more successful than yours. Okay. For all you men out there, you go out with couples and you're having dinner and stuff like that. And you're out with another couple and the woman is dressed to the nines. 
She's got long flowing hair. Breasts are kind of semi-hanging out of the shirt. Real free spirit. Your best friend's wife seems to be. And there you are, and you start comparing your wife, and you're not really thinking about the fact that your buddy and her just got married a few months ago or a few years ago, and that they don't have any kids. And you start comparing your wife's short hair to this woman's long mane of flowing hair. And for some of you men, you could care less about the hair. Hair doesn't even make the Richter scale. You're looking right in the mid area. That woman has way bigger breasts than my wife. And you start thinking about that. And you start categorizing things. And you start comparing and contrasting things. And guess what happens? Yep. Yep, you go home and you're kind of just, eh. Yeah, I think uh, think I'm just going to call it a night, honey. I'm just going to get some sleep. And you're thinking about your buddy's wife all night. Because you're comparing what you don't have. No matter if it's finances or breast size. We have a tendency of seeing things in a certain reality when we feel like we're missing out on something. And I think that's what's so important to discuss tonight is that when we compare ourselves to other couples, we feel as though we're missing out. We feel as though they have something that we don't have, that they have something figured out that we haven't figured out, or that they're having all the fun. And, you know, when we compare ourselves to other people or we can compare our spouses to other people, we have a tendency of losing all the way around because we're not actually comparing two people. We're comparing our spouse versus an image of someone else's spouse, or we're comparing ourselves to an image of someone else. So when we return, we're talking about what you can do to stop the comparison war, because it's really a war. It's a war within you because the other people that you're comparing yourself to don't even know. They don't even know that you're comparing themselves or yourself to them. They have no idea. And it's funny when we do compare ourselves to other people, how we kind of have a tendency of, I don't know, kind of being a little perturbed by them. Sometimes they'll say things. We'll be like, huh, what was their attitude about? What were they trying to get at? But in reality, that's just them. They're not trying to get under your skin. It's just our perception of what they said based on the comparisons we're making. So stay tuned. When we return, I'm going to give you the three tips that you can do now, starting right now, to stop the comparison war and get back into happiness. Stay tuned because Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess, will be back in. Be back this time in two shakes. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. You could be my luck. Get in here. You're listening to Perspectives with Ashley Burgess. Welcome back live to Perspectives, and I'm your host, Ashley Burgess. Tonight we're talking about comparing our relationship and our marriage 
to other people's marriages and relationships. And why we do it? Because we do it a lot. We do it a lot because we just do it. It's a human thing. It's a human condition we have. Uh, you know, it's something about comparing ourselves to others and wanting to be better than everybody else. When in reality, what? We should be bettering ourselves. Being better than we were yesterday, not worrying about being better than so-and-so over there. So let's talk now about what you can do, what you can do right now to put a stop to the comparison war and to get back into relationship happiness. Because that's important, because a lot of us have lost that love and feeling. <laughs> a lot of us have lost that love and feeling because we're too busy comparing ourselves to other people. We're too busy wondering if everybody else has a better beat on things, if everybody else's relationship is better, if everybody else's sex life is better. Hmm. So the first thing that we can do to stop the comparison war and to get back to happiness is to honestly realize one of life's major truths. And that's to realize that there's a definite division and difference between image and reality. Image and reality are two different things. And sometimes the two never converge. The images that we see on social media, the images that we see in pictures, the images that we see that we take in, the images that we formulate in our own mind that is even more powerful than any social media is far from reality. This is one of the big showstoppers right here because when we start realizing that we're comparing ourselves to an image, it kind of seems kind of funny. It kind of seems like a waste of time. It kind of seems like we wonder why we're doing it. It's like when you walk into work one day. So let's take the uh, marriage and the couple thing out out of this equation. And let's just talk about you and me. You know, we've all had those days when we've gone to work and you see somebody in the hallway. Same sex, same person, same same sex. So I see another female in the hallway. And they're dressed up really, really nicely. And I kind of look down at myself and I go, gosh. Came to the studio with a hoodie on, some jeans, and a cute shirt. And you kind of start comparing yourself to the woman that was wearing the red dress in the hallway. Now, the funny thing is, is that why would we compare ourselves? And I remember the last time I did that, I was on a morning show, and it was a very early morning show where my segment appeared at 5.50 a.m., and I remember when I first showed up, I was waiting for my makeup artist, and my makeup artist showed up, and we were sitting there. And before she started applying the makeup, I saw this woman walk in, and she looked like a million dollars. And I start worrying about my appearance. And I forgot, I got somebody about to do my makeup, and it's five-something in the morning. And we have a tendency of comparing ourselves a lot of times. Like, think about social media. Think about Instagram. Think about Facebook. Where maybe you've been having a tough time in your personal life in your professional life. And you see someone else that seems to be having everything go their way. And when you see the pictures of them, them getting a raise or them getting, you know, I don't know, keys to a new car and all this stuff, you kind of go, oh, geez, when is it ever going to happen for me? When you see people that seem to have all the breaks, that everything seems to happen for them, you kind of go, when is that going to happen for me? And on the flip side, we compare our marriage and our relationship to these relationships that we believe have it all figured out. 
It's so funny how we actually believe that some couples have it all figured out. And there are some that have a lot of it figured out, but we're usually not comparing ourselves to them, are we? (laughs) We're usually, funny enough, comparing ourselves to other couples who are comparing themselves to other couples as well. Now, whether or not they're comparing themselves to you is probably not. Maybe so. Who knows? One way from another. But what I do know is that when we compare ourselves, we're usually comparing ourselves to something that doesn't have any sort of ability to have any sort of comparison. And to realize that there's a difference between image and reality. You're not there in their house 24-7. You're not there in their bedroom at night. You have no idea. When you think that one couple has it all together and they must have the best sex life in the world, who knows? They could actually be sleeping in two separate rooms. But the outside persona that they give everybody is that they're having the best sex life ever. And sometimes you have to sit back and realize, what kind of image is somebody wanting me to believe that they have? What image is somebody trying to portray? And I think that's kind of a telltale sign there, because when you realize that someone's trying to portray an image, that's that's a telltale sign. But also, why are you trying to get them to portray an image? I think that we have to look at reality. We have to look at the reality of our situation, our personal situation, our marriage. How good is our marriage? What do we need to work on? How can I talk to my spouse better and explain how I feel? You know, the second thing is to not buy into the hype. Don't buy into the hype. So when somebody's talking, if you have couples and you're all out going to dinner and stuff and you hear one couple boasting and bragging about this and that, don't buy into everything. Don't buy into everything. Don't buy into everything you hear. And I have a tendency of falling into that category about when somebody says something, I just assume it's reality sometimes, especially when it's somebody that's a friend of mine. Okay, that's reality. They wouldn't have said that otherwise. But sometimes it's not. And sometimes you have to look past things. You also have to look past necessarily what it is that you feel like you are missing. So, for example, if somebody's over there talking about how they just sold their business and how they made all this money and how they just bought a vacation home and you're feeling like financially you're in a slump and you're having a difficulty at your job and your marriage and you're you're having a difficulty paying bills, you're going to think they hung the moon. Now, whether or not how much money they made, that's to be determined, but you're already now comparing yourself and your financial problems to their financial upswing. That's not going to do anything positive to you at all. That's going to even put you down anymore. And unless you're you're their accountant and you know everything, exactly what's going on, you're making a comparison that has probably no logic in it. But also, what other stuff is going on? You can't just believe the hype because this might be the best and the only thing good going on in their relationship. You know, the other thing I think is funny is that when you go out with a couple and they're constantly flirtatious. And they've and sometimes for us married people that have been married for a while, especially when the couple's been married for a while, you kind of go, man, they still have it all. They got they got all the spunk and got the sexual drive still going on. What's wrong with us? And a lot of times that's just for show. Did you know that? Listen to me. Did you know that a lot of times some couples go out with other couples and all they do is something just for the showmanship? It has nothing to do with reality. They're not honestly that close. They're not honestly that lustful. They're doing it to show off. And sometimes they want to create a feeling or a vibe out of you or they're trying to take the spotlight off of what's really not working in their relationship. 
Think about it. When a relationship is going south and issues are created and the walls are crumbling down, the last thing that you want to do for some people is to be honest or to show their cards. Most people want to show this picture-perfect version of their life. And sometimes they go overboard in projecting that version. And if you buy into it hook, line, and sinker, and you start comparing your marriage based on their presentation, man, I could sign you up for a multi-level marketing deal right now. I don't see anybody making $12 million off of selling, you know, water filters. I hate to say it, but what I will say about this is this. Don't buy into the hype. Have more respect for your marriage and realize that these people might be painting a picture, but are you really buying into it? And do you have to? And also start wondering why I'm hanging out with them. Remember, we have to choose our friends wisely, especially if we're couples dating and we're hanging out and we're doing double dating and stuff like that, because you're bringing them into your home. You're bringing them to your life. And if you don't watch out, if somebody's painting a picture that's not real, if somebody's showing you a canvas that's not real, that's probably not people that you want to spend time with. Not to say that they're lying directly to, to you, but they might be lying to themselves, but they have enough issues going on. And the last thing you want to be around is people pretending a certain thing. Because their pretending could turn into you being miserable because you compare yourself and your life to their pretending. And not even realize that they actually are pretending. Last but not least, the third thing you can do to put a stop to comparison and get your marriage or your, or your relationship back on track is to put an end to focusing on what isn't working. Stop focusing on what's not working. Start focusing instead on what is working in your relationship. Because you know that your marriage or your relationship has things that are working that are absolutely amazing or you wouldn't be in it. I mean, if you are in a relationship that you feel like nothing's working, you've got to sit down and figure this out. But for most of us, we're in relationships that have some really good, positive things going on. And we have to focus on those things. We have to give those things merit. We have to give those things airtime, brain time, you might say, because a lot of times we just harp and think on the things that aren't working. Well, that's not working. Well, that's not really working either. But really... When we start focusing on the things that are working, the things that don't seem to be working as well either get fixed or the issue kind of fades or you're able to finally jump up and discuss it. Because that's what life's all about is that you can have things that are really great, but nothing's going to ever be perfect. I mean, for the most part, your car is not perfect. Your house isn't perfect. There's things about it that are amazing and some things that have been broken. You got to fix some things that are in the process of being fixed. Some things that you've just let fall by the wayside. But for the most part, you're happy with it. And that's what we have to look at tonight is analyze and do this tonight. Do this tonight. Analyze what you love about your spouse. Think about it. Cherish it. Realize that this doesn't come around every day and understand that you have something amazing and kind of think about it that way because if we try to compare ourselves to other people we'll always come up short we're not ever comparing with reality 
And sadly enough, it actually takes us down a notch because we feel like we're not that good. Because anytime we compare ourselves to others, we're already at a deficit. And so the next time that you begin to compare yourself to another person and to another couple with your with your wife or your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, step back and analyze, why am I doing this? Do I not feel like I'm getting enough love at home? Do I want to have more sex? Do I not feel like we've connected a lot lately? Have we been too busy at work? What's going on? And maybe some advice. Instead of going out on double dating and hanging out with everybody, maybe it's time for you and your wife, your husband, your boyfriend, girlfriend, to spend some time alone. Hang out together. Rekindle that flame. Go have some fun. Do something you wouldn't normally do. Go play some games. Go see a movie. Go out to dinner. Go walk in a park. Do something that brings you together and that takes out that comparison quotient. Especially when things don't seem to be going perfect. It's time. It's time at that point to circle the wagons. Figure out what needs to be worked on. Work on it and let it go. Remember on Perspectives, always more answers and less questions. I look forward to the next show. Perspectives with your host, me, Ashley Burgess, will be back in. I'll be back this time in three shakes. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.